With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. A little bit here on YouTube before we go over to Ustream and I start gobbing off there without any fear of being cancelled. It's nice when you own the TV station, isn't it? With the help of a few others, uh, of course. Uh, don't forget, you can sign up to Ustream by going to Ustream.com and selecting your package. Or you can go on your television, your smart TV, and go to the App Store, look for Ustream, and whack in your details there, and off you go. Don't forget, while you're there, go to the shop and see if you can get yourself assigned one of these. They make great Christmas presents, and no matter how shitty your life can be, you should see how shitty this year was for me. Here we go. It's the first King speech today. The King is going to Parliament. Opening of Parliament. Why is it opening in November? What have they been doing the rest of the year? I can't... Who was the last person that went to um, Parliament in November? Guy Fawkes. They reckon he was the only honest man to ever visit the Aziz Parliament. Right, so let's have a little look what's going on. I know Suella Braveman. I don't think the King makes up anything, does he? They give him a list of what his government's going to do. Criminals to be made sentencing. Right, They've got to go made to attend sentencing hearings. So you've got to go. You just can't not go. You can't say, I'm not going to be sentenced. I'm going to sit in my cell. No, I think that could be a bit dodgy because if you know you're going to get a life sentence, what's to stop you just really screaming something awful at the families of the victims? There was a thing where you had to meet the families. You had to meet your victim. I think what, you know, it was a way of rehabilitation. I do believe prisoners should be able to rehabilitate. I don't think a life sentence should mean life uh, unless, well, well what, if you've got a life sentence, why don't you go and just kill some more inmates and things like that? Because what can they do to you? Give you two life sentences? I mean, in America, they say that. He's got 300 life sentences. <laughs> He'll be 642 by the time he gets out. He could almost be that old. He could almost be the new president. So criminals to be made to attend the... Mm, you should face what you've done. I'm, I'm not really sure about that. I don't uh, seriously. I don't believe in life sentences should mean life. I mean, once they think. I mean, there are a panel of these experts to say this person's not going to kill again, or this person's not going to be horrible again. I think that uh, that little Olivia Corbell was shot and killed in Liverpool. Uh, that was uh, horrible. All that, and the guy there, I believe, he couldn't face anything. Well, this is going to be in the King's speech. I don't know quite what they're going to say. It's all about Suella Braveman. There was a woman gobbing off on GB News yesterday saying how cruel and awful she was. I think she's pretty good, really. And I think that people on the streets living in tents... It, what's that about? 
Some people do choose to live on the streets. I, I see all these things because I'm involved with the veterans. They say there's 17,000 homeless veterans. No, there isn't. The ones that are homeless choose to be homeless most of the time or their wife kicks them out or they're too pissed to find their way back. If you are a homeless veteran, then you should do something about it. You should use all your skills you've been taught in the military to find yourself a bed, find yourself somewhere safe. There's lots of hostels and things. You know, it's sad to see people on the streets, but I think some people just choose to do it. They're always accompanied by some empty tins of Carlsberg Special Brew or the, or the equivalent of. I mean, I should shut up really being a bit of a tilty elbow myself. Right, let's have a look at this then. Um, they're going to phase out smoking. A 14-year-old will never be able to buy cigarettes. Well, when you were 14, you, you, I didn't think you could anyway. We used to go and buy fags. We used to, we used to buy them one at a time, and the people knew. So if you're going to stop smoking, what next? They're going to ban fat people, going to buy, ban fat food. Alcohol, they should ban that, really. You know, gambling. Right, and here we go. Minimum staff levels for a strike. That means if you go on strike, someone doesn't go on strike. I don't know what that's all about. It's ridiculous. All I know is, is that Parliament should pull its finger out and start doing some pieces, bits and pieces. We've got Armistice Day on Sunday. Armistice, it's a funny word, isn't it? I don't quite know what it means. An armistice means like a ceasefire. People are looking for a ceasefire, aren't they now, in Palestine and in Israel. They want the Israeli Defence Force, Israeli Defence Force, to stop, have a ceasefire, to get some aid in. Well, if you have a ceasefire, it just lets your enemy regroup and have a little bit of R&R, go to Dubai two weeks holiday, come back, new suntan, a pocket full of bullets. No, I don't think that is, is going to happen. And, uh, and I... I I understand the Palestinian people marching, but, sorry, but they shouldn't have started. You know, as Rambo said, you drew first blood, they drew first blood. When these people were coming, and there was a bloke on there today from Hamas um, on, in the news saying, our oh, women and children were exempt from the attack. What absolute bullshit. Oh dear, oh dear. Isn't it funny? Because it's Israel, people are leaping on the bandwagon of condemning them, aren't they? All they're doing is trying to protect themselves. When you see hang gliders flying over a rock concert or something in the park and machine gunning innocent people, that's not a war. They're not soldiers, these people. So how do they expect to be treated? You know, I, I, the Palestinian people that I know are great. And I, as I've said before, I helped to raise money for a Palestinian hospital for children. But that, that's different to these mad people that are coming in and doing this. What did they expect? They expected the Israelis not to retaliate. And what is Tehran up about? Iranians. My God. God, you know what, there's going to be no, just when I'm getting my fucking driving license back, petrol will run out. That will be the end of it. So let's hope that this Palestinian march will not go anywhere near our veterans. Already today, we've seen that a veteran selling poppies up in Glasgow, or was it Edinburgh, a 78-year-old para-reg guy uh, got punched by a Palestinian, a Palestinian protester. That's not, uh, that's not, isn't it? That's not right. Don't do that. Stay away. This is precious to us. You know, I don't wear a poppy. I wear the badge of care after combat. But it's still supporting veterans and it's still supporting our armed forces who fought for peace. These people fought and died for your rights to be able to demonstrate. So screw the nut and, and stay away from the cenotaph. Just go and protest somewhere else. Okay, just before we go over, I've got to tell you of a gig that me and Davro are doing. It's my birthday bash. And it is on the 14th 
of December at the Grand Cafe in um, Southampton. You probably won't. Why am I doing that? Well, hey, I'm banned from the Mayflower because the arsehole who runs it doesn't like me. Probably doesn't like me even more now when someone tells him I've just called him an arsehole on YouTube. But anyway, it's the Grand Cafe. It's down there near the casino, near Oxford Street. And my mate Stevie Hughes owns it, who owns the brilliant Banana Wolfs and Enios. And it's a really, really nice room. So me and Bobby are going to celebrate my birthday there and have a, a good old laugh. So it's the Grand Cafe. Uh, here's a little poster of it, um, a little thing. And uh, come along. There's still some tickets left. You can get a table and enjoy yourself. There's a meal and everything. It's really going to be a good old night. We'll see you then. And I will see you on Sunday. I'll see you Thursday as well. But I'll see you Sunday uh, for Jim's Sunday sandwich if you sign up and have a little, uh, have a little go at becoming a Ustream member. Okay, see you folks. Cool, look at them. Cool. Uh, We've shared a bit of bodily fluid. I am being nice to you. <laughs> I want to go home now.